0: right now with my brother, Mike. Hey, what's up, man? Rooftop Escamilla. Yep. That's it. <laughs> A lot of things to remember. BMX, uh, you know, I mean, in some of the videos I've seen from you, like... Uh, A lot of falling lately. <laughs> A lot of falling. So that's all I put up these days. It's all anybody seems to care about. <laughs> How did you get into... Uh, with bikes, I... Um, st- stuntman, like I was, you know, on your Instagram, right? Like stuntman, like, you know, uh, television hosts and, you know... Yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh,
1: and I don't know if that's like because I'm uh, multi-talented or because I can't keep a job. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but with bikes, I just got into it. At the time, it was like early 90s. Uh-huh. And so skateboarding and bike riding the sort of action sports was what they called dead it was dead right oh the 80s were really big and so i just was i just rode my bike as a kid it happened to be like 13 or 14 boys in my neighborhood we all just rode together where did, where did you grow up i grew up in uh, whittier whittier in la habra california which mm. is just um
0: i know is, yeah, yeah. it's that way uh-huh east, <laughs> uh, east la-ish right.
1: yeah it's a little bit farther yeah yeah mm-hmm. so um it, the eastest la mm-hmm. uh, and i uh, just happened to meet some other guys like those kids got out of it and some went to jail some went to college and then uh i met a guy uh brian and we just started riding together and then sort of the rest is history started going to contests and it just sort of worked out it was weird to find and i've been in theory a professional bike rider since 1995 95 95 so i've been doing i've been riding bikes since about 1990 and uh i was going to amateur contests since 93 so it's weird to find what you're gonna do for the rest of your life at like age 12 you know they 12 13 years old you're just this is it's really it's it's weird when you think that you've been doing
0: something for three quarters of your life when you the first time you had like a hard fall you were like Nah, maybe i I shouldn't be doing this no
1: no i mean because i didn't i didn't have my first real hard fall until senior year in high school and i like uh I fell, my, I fell in my, ran my backyard and tore my shoulder, and that was the first real... Well, no, I'd, I'd broken my tib-fib before that, but that was my first surgery Okay. from bikes. But, you know, it just... I kind of... I, because people ask that all the time. I kind of look at it like when you go to work or someone goes to work, it's like if you went to work and every day you're going to for surely get in three car accidents, mm-hmm. and you've just got to do your best not to make them super bad. And you just sort of get used to it, and that's sort of it. I mean, I spent... I mean, the list of what I've injured is a lot, That's a lot of things. And I've spent from the, from 1995 to 2010, I spent seven over seven years healing from surgeries or injuries half of the time. Wow. Yeah. So a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. So half of the time, just in that time. So since then there's been more, but it's about 50% of the time I've spent uh, sitting on the couch healing, which sucks.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, we went surfing last week and, and, just that high of catching that wave, right? You keep doing stuff them. Is it yeah. similar? I mean, I'm assuming it must be like
1: jujitsu. I'm guessing it's like anything, you know, you you get an inch and then you want a mile. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it took to get that inch. You know, you get something and you want it more. I think when you fully really, I think when you're in love with something, mm. there's no um, there's no trying to explain it to anyone. They just, you know, because people are like, well, you, you know, your body's going to be whatever. But it's like, yeah, but I've had one of the most extraordinary lives that I could have possibly ever dreamed for myself.
0: You know, where has that, where has it taken you?
1: Um, I mean, from bike riding, I traveled all over the world, Mm. you know, like I left, I graduated when I was 17 and I I left the house and literally the next day after high school, I went on tour. So I left the day after high school, I was 17 and I was just kind of on my own. Um, and I was traveling before that a lot, but I, I never really went back. I've been to 60, 62 or 63 countries, Wow! but I've been out of the country probably closer to 200 times because I've been, you know, I've been, I've had like 30 some trips to England, you know, and however many to Australia and a bunch of, you know, a ton of, ton of trips. So I've, uh, I, and, and from there it turned into TV shows and stunt work and everything else. And I, 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 I I mean, I can't imagine, I can't imagine my life without bike riding being the catalyst for Mm -hmm. everything.
0: What did your parents think when uh, you started you know? Well, focusing. I, th- I think they were they were super supportive.
1: They sent mm. me to contests mm. when I was in high school, uh, you know I'd miss school and they'd send me to Chicago for contests and they would let me go with like just dirty old dudes <laughs> or like other <laughs> bike riders, you know they're trusting me to be eaten, taken care of and um, but sometime right after high school, I'd went on tour, I think, or maybe it was during high school. I can't remember exactly. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd worked my only real job at the time. I got a, I was a welder. And I worked as a welder and they were the people who built all the ramps for the first X Games, mm. for first few X Games. And I worked there for a month. And like my parents, I think were at the time were kind of like, you need to, cause we weren't making, I wasn't really making much Enough. money, mm. you know, and that was, it must've been before I left on tour. And so they were like, you need to get a job, dude. And so I worked for a month and I worked 12 hour days and like I'd come home and I blow black stuff out of my nose. And I was riding my bike one day a week. And I was like, this is not it for me. You know, at the time, I was questionably, you know, one of the top dudes in the world, you know, top mm. 10 dudes, top mm. 5 dudes in the world at 18, 19 years old, you know. And it just there was no money to be made, you know, weren't making that much And uh I was making a little bit of money, but just
0: not enough. And this is in the 90s. Before, this is mid 90s like this is big, before big the sponsors and stuff. This is
1: before the X Games. Mm. Before the X Games started right around the well the X Games started 95, so right around the X Games started but that hadn't really picked up yet. I didn't start, I, I, I tore my shoulder and didn't get to go to the first X Games. And then I, it was a year to the next, the next one. Cause so at that time it was one a year. And so it was in, must've been in there somewhere. And I worked for a month and I was like, this is not what I should be doing with my life. And so I just quit and then focused on it within, you know, I think I, I think at the time when I le- I went on tour, I came back. And at the time when we went on tour, we, did, we were doing shows for school shows mm. and we were doing three shows a day. We'd set up and take down the ramps three times a day, three different schools. We'd make a hundred bucks a day. But 1995 to 17, doing that five days a week was a lot of money. Mm. And then I started making, then I, and then I, when I got home from that, I moved, I had gotten started getting paid by my bike, my bike sponsor and my shoe sponsor. We, I made 300 bucks a month from each. And so I made 600 bucks a month. And so I moved the only place I could, Big Bear, and snowboarded every day. And we, I could, I could rent a place was about 600 bucks a month. And so we just, I rented, I lived with somebody and we just, I snowboarded every day and rode bikes on the weekends. And that's how it started. And then I fully committed, fully committed. I just was like, we're not, we're not doing it. And then within like a year and a half, two years, I was making a good living. You know, I was making, by the time I was 20, which would have been like, you know, two years out of high school, by the time I was 20, I was, I was making like a hundred
0: grand a year. Wow. Yeah. In wow. The, you
1: know what I mean? In night, you know, maybe like 80 when, to when did the X Games begin? It started in 95. And then, so I started comedian. I was hurt first one. So it's 96. And mm-hmm. then there were a bunch of contests every, there was like a bunch okay. and there was a bunch like in Europe and
0: so, started getting television. Yeah, So I was, television, yeah, television. Uh, and I was
1: just deals. Yeah. And I started doing that. And so, uh, it just, I was riding for her shoes and Hurley and Arnett and Hoffman bikes. And I was, do, you know, at that time we were doing a bunch of, we just, they wanted it everywhere. So we were doing TV stuff and mm. commercials. And we were doing a lot of stuff. And then shortly after that, we were, you know, we were doing video games and, action figures and it just started blowing up you know so it uh, it, it happened quick and then it goes away quick
0: mm. it goes away quicker it than it comes quick, huh? yeah it's like the fight game right like yeah one second you're on top and the next second you're nobody there's a very small window to take advantage of the thing you
1: love usually i think in things that are physical and i think that uh when you're in it you don't realize it And, you know, I'm definitely at a point in my life where more things are being taken away than given to me. Mm. And so I had to really shift my perspective, mental perspective and my ego to allow that to be okay, and and really sort of reflect and be very um, conscious of that, but Mm. also like uh, very happy with what I got out of it. You know, it's not over, but it's you know, there's a part where you have to accept I'm not this guy anymore. You know, I got to like, there's some things that I just can't, the juice is not worth the squeeze. How old are you now? I'm 44. I'm 44. And this is the first year since 1994 or something Mm. that I haven't gotten paid from a sponsor. Mm. So 27 or 28 years, whatever that is, that's a pretty good run. There's not a lot of guys that
0: can stay in it for that long. When did you feel your like things changing? Like. What age? I mean, or, it was... It's different for everybody, right? depends how you, you take care right, of things or injuries, probably. It's it's,
1: for, it's mentally for me. Mentally. I thought there was, a, there was a time around 2012, 2011, I was doing a TV show and I was hosting a show and traveling and that sort of was taking up a chunk of my year. Mm-hmm. And I think mentally I was focusing on that. So I think mentally I felt like, well, bikes is maybe sort of taking a backseat right now. And then I sort of put out a video part that I thought was going to be my last video part in 2011. I just assumed that's going to be the last sort of big go. But then, you know things go on and things change. And then I fall in love with my bike again. I find it, you know, and then I do something else in 2016 or 17 and it's really good. You know, people really responded to it. Mm. And so then you kind of feel like you're there, but you're not. But I, I somewhere, somewhere, I would say somewhere in the mid teens, 2000 teens, I just sort of let it go. I let the, like, you know, sometime between 2012, 2012, 2017, I, I let my ego go about it. And, got back to really enjoying it. Mm. And then now it's just, I'm constantly just dealing with injuries, like trying to um, manage what is worth, because you're going to get hurt riding bikes no matter what, no matter what you do, it doesn't matter how little, I mean, I I, I sort of have figured out my niche now of like Mm -hmm. my niche of like what I, what I would like to do where I can navigate it without getting super hurt. Even if I fall, I have a pretty good, you know, my percentage as well, pretty good. Your break BMX break, break falls. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, I know where the, you know, I know where I basically almost, only ride backyard pools now, which is a lot, a little bit more technically hard and it's scarier. They're hard to do stuff, but you limit yourself on what you can do in there. And so I limit myself on what I can get hurt on. And so, because I can't, I can't spend time getting hurt when I have to
0: work. Man, I was in Panama last week yeah. and there was a, he was a Red Bull. He'd been working for Red Bull for like 20 years and he wore a, a Red Bull Renegade shirt. Okay. It's like, I guess in Utah, Moab. Uh, oh no, no, not Renegade, Rampage. Rampage, sorry, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Who Rampage. was it? Do you know who it was? Who was the the videographer? You know, who's who's wearing it? Who's gonna- uh, his, and Well, his name was, his name was Nate, you know, oh, okay. but he's, he does the marketing oh, he's video videos. He's a video guy. And so he started showing me videos. It's nuts. And I was like, "What? <laughs> it's nuts that that contest." I'm surprised no one's died yet. That contest. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And I've seen like you've seen stuff like with the 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 head cams yeah, and stuff. It's not
1: the same. And you're like, it's crazy. Those dudes are straight up gladiators. Gladiators.
0: Dudes fall, off but close. they're like they're like they're like aliens. You know, they're, do, like, they're doing
1: stuff that is like. I, there's a few things, few sports in that realm that I. I deem like where it's another level. That's one of them. Those dudes at the rampage, big wave, rampage, surfing,
0: rampage, big wave
1: surfings. One of them, you know, big mountain yeah. skiing where, where I think it's the one time in some of these sports that you are not, not that you're not in control, but there's a monster chasing you. Yeah. You know, like you put yourself in a situation where y- you have to let, you know, let go a little bit. You know what I mean? Where a lot of these things, you know, you see people doing something. It's, it's not on your hands. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit out of your hands. You know what I mean? You you're trusting completely on skill. There's no pulling out. Once you, once you drop in, there's no there's no exit. You know, a lot of these things you hit the brake, stop. Okay. But like some those all those you can't once you go, you're in. I saw one, he like blew out the tire and still stuck the landing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's there's <laughs> ones where dudes fall off like 40, 50 foot, six foot yeah, cliffs yeah, and yeah. tumble down them. Like dudes, dudes get broke off there, but also, you know. I, and I, and I know there's people who think like, well, why would you do that? You know? And I, I don't think that's, if you're asking that question, I don't think that's an answer you can understand. Mm. You know, I don't think you're not, not that you're not at a place, but your, your brain doesn't, isn't wired to understand what what that person's searching for. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, you probably, you know, most people like they can't wrap their heads around it because they're, they're not, they don't have those capabilities. Yeah. And when you have those capabilities, you want to, you know, you want to do your best, right? Yeah, you, you do.
1: And I, and I I also realized since this pandemic too, that when you, because it's been such a split with the kinds of, you can really tell what kinds of people, you realize how many people in life have never f- really have to dealt with any physical adversity where they've challenged, you know what I mean? Where they've, they know what their body can do. They, they've challenged it. They know what they're accepting to take. You know, for me, when I was trying to learn a trick, it was, and I first couple of tries were impossible and I was getting wrecked. Mm-hmm. I had already had in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I'm willing to do this a thousand times. You know, it's like, I'm willing to give us a thousand crashes. And some people are willing to give it one. And that's just, you know, and they just, they just stop. And it just, I don't know why that is that some people have it and some people don't. Uh, you know it's like anything but some people want to sit and study all day and i don't want to do that
0: so it's surrendering to
1: the process yeah you have to really yeah exactly 100 percent but now now i'm here um i'm 44 i'm a little busted
0: up and no but like it's 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 crazy right because most people never they never they never go for it right they never no. they never reach their potential they just yeah. you know play it safe right yeah
1: i mean it, it's hard to put a judgment on that because you're like what is someone's potential you yeah, know yeah but but if I am in love with this and this is what I want to do, yeah, then I have to reach the potential in this. I have to go what I think it is. And I know because of, because I've been told a thousand times, most of my ideas are, uh, they're too big for what I re- was reachable at the time, mm. right? Or the things I want to do, but. I think that was always, that was, and you look back and you could say, oh, we didn't do all this, but yeah, but it wasn't that I didn't reach this goal. I reached, you know, I didn't reach a hundred percent on these, but I reached 50%, which was still a hundred percent more than anybody else. Was yeah, doing yeah, at the time. Yeah. So I think in my head, I had to, people that we have people who were, people who are pushing these sports and doing things are thinking things that seem out of the box and maybe don't, don't resonate until maybe years later. a lot of things that I did were looked down upon then Like what? Um, I was just, I was exploring, I, I happened to be sponsored by a lot of companies that had surf, surf teams and snow teams Mm -hmm. and all the other teams. So I was going on all these trips, right? So I was, and I was, I was going on trips with these other professional athletes and I was opening my mind to these other ideas on how their sports worked. So. I was starting to try to do things and I was using their environments to do and I, uh, do things. I'd made a video where I was riding on in the snowboard park on my bike. And I was doing just all this, you know, I was on, doing a bunch of stuff and I was doing stunts. I was on fire and all these things that were like looked down upon. Or like even, even me where I was snowboarding in the 90s, late 90s, I was snowboarding every day. And that was looked down upon that a professional bike rider wasn't riding his bike every day. Mm. And now you'd be hard pressed to find another professional action sport athlete who doesn't do another sport. Like passionately, you know, as a hobby. Mm. So, but it didn't resonate until later. You know, even some of the tricks that we, that me and my friends had been working on and trying to make happen that you do. And they were people like, whoa. And then you, because some tricks you do them and they catch on and everyone does them. Mm. But then some tricks you do, they don't catch on for like a decade. And then they start happening a decade later. It's like this little spark that did something. People, it wasn't that it, it wasn't that it wasn't good. It just people weren't, weren't ready for it yet. You know, they did, they couldn't connect the dots on how to make it make sense to everything else they were doing.
0: And you know, I've never done any extreme things like that, you know, done some, uh, <laughs> some hiking. <laughs> Jumping over a cliff, you know, yeah, but it's funny. I, we just, we just got out of a, a, a class. What, what do you call that class? We just got out of It's a, like a flow class, moving yoga, you know? Yeah, right? So I, I've never done recovery, any recovery, recovery
1: class. I, I've never done that. And I'm, he's next to me and we're doing some rollover thing. And he's like, Oh, he's twisted up like a balloon animal on the floor. And I'm like, how's he doing that? I'm like, God, how's he doing that? Now I'm impressed with that. How funny things change,
0: man. It's all the, you're talking about the different sports, you know? And I can't think like, like, you know, because when I was I was in Panama there was a uh, my one of my best friends he's uh he was a like pretty extreme kayaker yeah and uh, and uh they were just talking about different things like they cross train right yeah different things right like you know surfing and, and snowboarding whatever um and you like now everybody does it you said yeah and because you probably learn right some yeah you thing, it just it changes your brain it changes a your bit. brain
1: I think I think the <clears throat> when you can really appreciate what other people are doing. And people who've mastered their craft, Mm. you can start to see things that relate to what you're doing. And then I think for some people, it sparks a little bit of imagination and creativity where you're like, oh, this thing. Because I, you know, like back in the day, people didn't land backwards on a bike very much. (laughs) You know, land backwards, ride backwards. Land (laughs) backwards. You know, land backwards and then ride backwards. (laughs) They do it, but not over Uh, big stuff. uh, uh. And I was snowboarding, I was like 540 you know, 40 foot foot jumps. And I was like, why can't I, what can I do with my bike? And so then I started really trying to do a lot of stuff backwards fast and then, you know, and some stuff succeeded, some, some stuff failed, but it opened up an idea of what was possible, you know, and, and, and some of the grinds and some of the other things. So it just, I think, <coughs> excuse me, I think I'm sure it's like martial arts, any, any, it's like mixed martial arts, right? All those ones together have created a mm-hmm, massive for sure massive sport right and it wouldn't have if someone didn't go i'm gonna take this and this and this and this and i think that that is probably the beauty of people who are engaged in things that are an individual um, and it, uh, pushing themselves as an individual right and their creativity is uh what d- can
0: define how good they are yeah it's impressive that you know you you have to take a thousand falls you're willing to Take 10,000 falls to, to I mean, learn that, I mean, to like, get that piece. It's
1: yeah. But it's like punching. It's like fighting. I'm sure, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get punched in the face. That sounds miserable to me. You know what I mean? But how many punches do you got? How many times do you get punched in the face for your, you move out? You know what I mean? You, you either can take the punch or you,
0: I, I mean, I, I, just, I guess, I, I guess I just look at it like, man, just some of those falls are just brutal. Right. And then you're getting broken, broken yeah, bones. And, but
1: it's, I mean, how many times you've been punched in the head and I look at you, I'm like, that looks brutal. Yeah, You're like yeah. Well, you you learn how to get hit, and you learn how to you know what I mean. You learn how to heal from it, and you realize it's it's slipped just the, p- slip
0: the punches. Hopefully. Yeah, you just, you know like defend the punches, and you know like some punches <laughs> avoid the punches look worse than they are.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like you you slipped it or whatever you you know same with crashes. You start learning how to crash. Mm. You know, and that's that's sort of how I moved into stunt stuff because I've been crashing for so long. But um, yeah, I mean you. But it's also I don't know. There's something about it that feels good though too. The falling? Yeah, the falling. Like, when I, like, if I, I filmed a a video part last year, I think, a little, a thing for a bike coming out, Mm. and I hadn't really, like, focused on trying to film something. When you film something, you're usually trying stuff you can't really do that much. There's a lot of falling. Mm. You know, you're trying to film. Some things will take a hundred tries, you know? And, like, some days I don't want to fall, but when you're working on something that you really want to get that you can't do, or maybe no one's done, and you fall a bunch and you didn't get it, and the next day you get up and you go again, it feels... It kind of feels, you feel, this is what you're here for. You know, you feel alive. You know, it reminds me that, you know, yeah. you know, uh, it's like this was just keep bleeding, you know? And that yeah, was like, I feel
0: that. Yeah. You keep bleeding. That.
1: You bleed a little bit. You know, you're alive. You know, you still, you're like still in my, the fight. Even
0: the, my, the pains I have, like my elbows and you know, I'm, I'm part of me is like gratefully Like, yeah, I'm, I, I feel, like I'm I feel alive, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still in the fight. Yeah. I'm still doing it. Yeah. Cause when you
1: start feeling nothing.
0: Yeah. Then where are you? Yeah.
1: You know, and I think that's like mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's mornings I wake up. I wish I. would like God, dude. This sucks.
0: I don't want to feel anything. Now you're like, I'm gonna get some PRP. Yeah. And yeah. See this guy. Uh, no.
1: uh, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's taking a toll. But you know, I mean, what's the alternative that I didn't do it?
0: Nah, it's awesome. You can you recover. Know? You can recover everything. You can recover. Like I, all I, the stuff, like TAC fit, right? All the stuff, like it's a recovery based system. I'm an example. Every joint in my body's been like, yeah. You know, I mean, I look at you. It.
1: I look at you doing that stuff, and I'm like, I know that jujitsu is gnarly in your body. I know that. All sorts of, you know, if, if you're doing anything physical and I see you, like I said, wrapped up like a balloon animal on the ground, I'm like, God, dude, I got to get there because I'm, what's happening now, like this, taking this, I hurt, I hurt my knees, my back mm. uh, a couple years ago. And then the pandemic happened and I sort of, instead of moving, I stopped yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm in a It little, happens, man, so yeah, so many of us, right? And so now I'm trying to get out of that. And this has been the last six to eight weeks with you guys mm. uh, and Robert has been- I've gotten 50, 50% better. I'm still long ways to go, but it's exponentially. Uh, my quality of life has gotten better just from like, you'd never think of rolling my, <laughs> when I went in there the first time, he's like, oh, look like at your cow. chin. I'm like, what is know, training to eat? What am I doing? Uh, but uh, it's uh it's all connected and it's uh
0: you got to move your shit, right? You yeah. And, all and, your joints.
1: And, and uh, I, I want to be very committed to it. You know, it's harder as you get older with all your responsibilities, but you know, I'm in here. I mean, I'm here at your places. Every day, almost, whether it be my daughter or mm-hmm. me, uh, which is, I can't tell you enough. I know this sounds a little self-serving yourself, but the community you've created here in Burbank is, it's, I, I can't tell you the respect that I think I and everyone here has for you and your family. It's its really wonderful what you guys are doing here. It's like, uh, it's what I think I think when you think, well, you want a community to live in, you know, and you want the police to wave to you and, you know, hey, Bobby, and it's like you've created that here where people, you know, people are friendly and they're happy to come here and they, you know, they're kind and respectful and, you you. know, I can, I can, I I literally, my kid can go to school, I can eat and we can do (laughs) jujitsu and I can train and and stretch and I never have to go home, which is uh, good. Uh, I think you need to do a season pass.
0: So I can get some discounts here. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the first uh, customers. I saw you, right? Acai yeah, I used to come Cafe. when it was
1: a, uh, when it was a, the a stand, cart. Yeah. The cart. Yeah. I saw it and I pulled over. I'm like, I'm getting some. And then I came as much as I could. So I'm like, I wanted to, I'm like, whatever I can do to like, make sure it stays here. I'm like, I would get it even when I didn't want it. I'm like, I just know if I keep buying it, maybe it turn something else. <laughs> i was afraid it was gonna it was gonna close down
0: well i appreciate you man thank you for
1: yeah, i'm still the here.
0: support and and just you know the pandemic was crazy right but like it's crazy it kind of brought us closer together a lot of us too. it brought a
1: lot of i think it brought a lot of us close together and a lot of people farther apart yeah yeah which uh yeah. was sad but i think i'm accepting those those, yeah. those 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 uh lost friendships yeah uh now and just you accept it as like this is you can't can't be mad at people. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? You can't, yeah. can't be mad at people for fear. You can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, fear yeah. a real emotion. You can't be yeah, mad at people yeah. for emotion. You just got to just yeah. be like, okay, this is where the you're understanding at. Understanding. Understanding. Yeah. yeah. That's, it. that's it. That's all you can really do. Yeah. How, how, how long have you been doing this?
0: Doing jujitsu? Yeah. I started in, uh, 90, 94. How old are you? I'm 45. Okay.
1: So right out of high school, a couple years out of high school.
0: Uh, right, at, right out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, and that was in what country? So I went to high school in New York and I went. Then my family's from New Mexico. So I went back to New Mexico. And then there was just randomly, there weren't that many Brazilian jiu jitsu people, Mm -hmm. guy there. And then he taught us. Um, And then I was like, this is crazy. This one guy arm brought me like 10 times. And I just, I was like, my mind blew up. I was like, what is this stuff? You know? And I just never stopped. Wow! And then my older brother, the guy, went to like he went to went to Panama now with with our families, and he went to Brazil and he came back. We started training in his garage every day. He took me to some tournaments, and I just never looked back. Wow! So you've been I, doing it ever since. I Went since. all in, yeah. And read some books, you know, like you know, think, you know uh, Napoleon Hill, thinking Grow Rich. No, yeah, yeah. Just wrote down my goals. I don't, when I want to be the best and all that, and I just got laser like focused and moved to Brazil yeah, for did. a lot of years. Yeah. Wow. And then you
1: professional fighter. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I fought professionally for 10 years and yeah I did that wow, too, dude. but my, my passion, my love, like just quality of life, like improving people's lives. Right. I think yeah. I always go back to jujitsu. Wow. So cool. Yeah. Cause
1: I, the, the amount of people that are come every day is I was in here for Thanksgiving. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I did a class Thanksgiving. And then afterwards you just did like a, a, a turkey roll or something. I don't know a what turkey roll, yeah, yeah. And like. I, it was, you couldn't even move in here. There were so many people. I was like, this is have crazy. You, have you done jiu-jitsu? No, I'm, I'm scared of it. I know that sounds silly, but like, because of my knees being so bad, I'm i uh, I'm afraid that someone's going to hurt me, you know? And, uh, I know that maybe is a uneducated thing to say, mm. but I just has little, as much as I, when I'm moving around on my knees and swiveling around, uh, just in this class, I have to be very careful that my knees, t- cause I have one that'll pop out. Mm. And so, I'm afraid that with the ghee and stings, I just, you
0: know,
1: I think it's, I would like to, my daughter does it obviously, um she probably beat me up at this point. Um she probably hold me yeah, down.
0: Like knee braces and stuff, just to just to try it. You know, and it's not going crazy, right? You, at the beginning just it's about learning technique and stuff and you can even do like a private or whatever with with Robert or whatever. You're part, trying to get part. me alone.
1: No, just, <laughs>
0: just you know, just yeah, but just, just it's cool. It's cool just to experience yeah, maybe, maybe it. You, we'll know? Do that. Yeah, yeah, you like never to. know. You never yeah. know. And your mind you're like, Oh, this is oh, okay. I think I think it's year. gotta keep moving, right? You yeah, I do keep gotta moving. keep moving.
1: Maybe me coming in here and doing all this other movement stuff might spark that. I think Because of my back and my knees last year, that's not been a thought in my head, Mm -hmm. you know, I've just been like, let's fix, let's get this
0: going. I just, you know, like people told me I'd be, uh, I I need full knee replacement on both my knees, (sighs) like over like 10 years ago, 2012 ish, you know, around there those years and uh and if i would have listened you know um who knows uh, what you'd be doing right now yeah but like you know all this movement stuff all the type of stuff like pff, you can you can you can recover all of it all but be careful put you know i'll put knee braces on and just train with the yeah. right go i mean the I
1: spent so many years wearing knee braces mm-hmm. you know that uh i'd have to look at one that maybe
0: and the cool thing it. with jiu-jitsu is you can be on your back too yeah you know
1: yeah I got to, uh, I got to look at that because
0: you know you never know. To you never know. Maybe I love it. Yeah, maybe I like maybe. it. You yeah. never know. You know, like so many surfers, so many. You yeah, know. I mean, so many people are into it. It must
1: be a reason for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm into the, I'm into the, the what we're doing now. I'm into it's, I,
0: like you saying, cross training with the, you know, surf, you know, the, yeah. the snowboarding and everything else. What, what 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 we're doing now is the most humbling thing ever. It's
1: just a class that we go in there and we. You know you just move around and stretch and you're doing i guess it's like moving yoga i guess yeah, like moving yoga right so exactly. i've never done yoga so it's my first step but i mean today even today which we just got out a little bit ago like i'm i'm struggling just to move around by myself with no weights and i'm struggling to get it done
0: wherever you're at right now i was worse much much worse i couldn't put my hands on the ground because I broke my wrist, I had mm-hmm. all these these issues. I was going like this for yeah. like over a decade. You know, you know, you didn't you yeah, yeah. The deal. You know, you see like me. I'm like,
1: on my fist half the time in there. You know,
0: and um, and I kept at it. You know, and like you said, like you you improvement like fifty percent or whatever in like, yeah. even a few weeks. And I just kept at it, and now it's like my favorite thing to do. Really, it's my favorite thing to do.
1: I mean, yeah, you guys are there every time.
0: Well, you know, just because it, for me, even today, like it, I get the most benefit from that. I can see that. Because we, ha- we have so much, you know, tension from injuries and just whatever stress. There's just so much, so much going on, right? Yeah. And just to release that, like, stuff, you know, clicks, I'm sure, for you, like, yeah. it, you know, it, all, the, all your joints. So just to be able to move in space and just hang out in that position. Oh, it's tight over here. Okay, just to get your body, you know like online, you know, I, I uh, when I, when you're doing it, I can, I'm, I, I, I creepily am watching you.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I, I, I see you. Cause sometimes I, am you know, because we're going through the movements and yeah. I'm sort of, sometimes I just find myself, I'm just going through the movements. And then I notice that you're sitting in some of the positions uh-huh. and doing these things. And I'm like, Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. Like yeah. you're getting the, it's not, it's every, it's, it's not just the movements. You know what I mean? It's, putting yourself in that bo- that position and
0: hanging then, out there, hanging
1: out there, finding where, where it needs it. And so I've slowed it, slowed me down a bit, which, um, it's helped a lot, you know, and I, I get more out of it. You know, I have this pin nerve pinch. that comes up through my, like my, my butt and then into my hips. And since I've been doing this, it's, I mean, it went from like, I had two to three hours a day. I have to just sit down in my house and just focus on breathing. Mm. Cause it was so painful. Now, like the last couple of weeks or the first time in a while that, and I think it's just because I kind of took a break a little bit through the holidays, uh, where I just felt it a little bit this morning, but it went away, you know, and it's because of all this stuff. Yeah. And it's crazy because I was like, my life is over. It was, it was happening for months. I was yeah. like, this is it. My life's over. And I think most people mm-hmm. probably who are in f- bad physical condition, if they just started moving slowly, they would get better mm-hmm. or at least their quality of life would
0: improve for sure. Take drugs, pain pills, and things, and that's not the best way to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. They, then it's a slippery slope, right? You just yeah. keep going down that road. And like you're saying, like, but it's so important, like I believe in the group, you know, like mm. you like you're watching and you're like, oh, he's hanging out there. Oh, OK, what? Is, uh, OK, OK. And then, oh, that's what I need. OK, that's, yeah. you know, but that's I believe in the group. And I want to see like these tag for gyms everywhere, you know, because yeah. that's how you learn. Right. Yeah. yeah. The group and people more experience, you know, like, totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, mean, DMX, I, look, everything. I watch other people and I'm like, I'm not
1: because I spend half the class because he does the routine. And I'm, he's like, you guys ready to go? You guys got it? And I'm like, yeah, no, right. dude, I don't got it. <laughs> I do not have it. You just did 19 moves in one <laughs> in, in three seconds and I do not have it. So I spent a lot of time watching everyone and then I'm like upside down. I'm like, shit, I'm in the wrong position. And uh but it's um yeah, it's next good. week you do it again and do then again. you get better, better right, at better right, it. They do everything, I think, for about a month. Right, the same right, thing. And so right, right. right about time I get it, where you switch it,
0: you son of yeah. a bitch. Just yeah, but, but uh, then you learned like the movements too, right? A little bit better with time. It yeah. takes time, but that's a cool thing, right? It's like it's like you see people that have been doing this for years and it's like a way of life.
1: Yeah. I oh, love yeah. it, you know. It's when you look at, when you see someone in class, people who, who are doing it and people who started, it's the difference between seeing like Bruce Lee and a robot, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like so smooth. And then all this, it's just me just like clunk, clunk. It's like, I have a bunch of square edges, you know, and I'm just falling over everything, but it's humbling. And I like things like that. I like things that require effort. You know, these, I don't understand people who only want to do things that don't require work
0: that's not easy right it's like cuz for me when i remember like i remember doing these like body flows right this full flow fit whatever you want to call it uh and your instinct is like don't do it mm-hmm. your your heart rate's spiking you're like it hurts you know mm-hmm. don't do it just don't do it and then like you know same thing like it's like the you know you're going to crash like again yeah, again and again and again and then like things start to change you're like okay keep going keep going keep going and uh, i did like a a little uh program for attack fit you know and it's a grapplers toolbox. And what I did was the the flows, you know. Okay. Because that's what that's what really helped me. It was the hardest. It was the hardest thing for me to do. Got it. And I still to today it's the biggest like return on investment, you know, of my time. Wow.
1: That makes sense. That that makes a lot of and sense.
0: And yeah. I'm sure with all these injuries and you know, you have this uh, you know, pinched nerve and then you and then you on your own, right? When you're home or whatever, you kind of figure out what to do to release the pain and yeah. Oh no, no, pain. yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I, one of the things that I've noticed in doing all these movements is I'll find certain movements that I'm like, oh, this really feels good here. Yeah, and then I'll at home when I start feeling them, I'll just do that movement. Or I'll start these like shifts and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just think like even in the car, I'm sitting and like, I think people look at me in the car. I'm like, this is weirdo. What's he doing? It's got an itchy ass.
0: Um <laughs> I do all those things while I'm sitting, you know, like yeah. you're on a plane or whatever. Yeah. Like I move my lower back, my knees, like my knees get like, they start to with the, with the pressure, you know, they start to yeah. get like ache a little bit, you know, oh to- do, I and can't, so I, yeah. I move it. Like I was telling you and I start to do the little knee circles while I'm sitting. I don't need the full range of motion. Just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. I got to start doing
1: my knees are, my right knee is rough right now,
0: but we're, we're working on it, working on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like moving it on the table.
0: Um, Man, so, uh, so you, uh, how did you get into like to TV and, and well, the let's
1: see, I, I think I've always, I talk too much, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but sometime I mean, I was doing stunts since high school. I did bike stunts. Yeah. My first stunt job was uh i think it was a nintendo commercial for like a unicycle game mm. and we made I, they hired bike riders to do the commercial right and then i the next one was after high school i did a uh i used to double this guy on this mountain bike cop show called pacific blue mm. it's cops at the beach and i and i and to be honest with you, i always knew i wanted to be a stunt man. even in high school i was like i'm gonna be a stunt man one day maybe in junior high and so I started doing stunts in the '90s, and they were just—I kind of did jobs. I did. It was. It took sick second fiddle to bike riding, so mm. I do them here and there until about 2005 when I started doing movies. Mm. Um, and so I was always kind of doing movies and stunts, and then I got this opportunity in 2010, maybe 2010. Mm. Somebody called me, and my buddy called me and goes, "Hey, uh, I, I tried out for some TV show, and they're looking for a co-host." Mm. Uh, I told him that you you'd be great, so I went in to see him, and they're like, they didn't interview me for five minutes, like, all right, well, uh, you got the job. I'm like, and I was like, get, get out of here, because I you know, you hear so much of that, right? So I'm like, whatever. He's like, well, I'll let you know on Monday. It was like a Thursday. I will let you know on Monday if we're going to Vietnam to shoot the pilot, and I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't think about it. Monday comes around. He's like, we're going to we're going to Vietnam on Friday, and so we left a couple days later, a few days later, and we shot this pilot. And um, when we shot the pilot. I wasn't really sure what the show was. We went around to other countries, it was called Strangers in Danger, it was on the Fuel Network which is owned by Fox and um which turned into the UFC network, right for a while, right? Oh, uh, okay. So like in those right in those early years when the UFC took it over, yeah. I I would I would go to all those UFC fights and they'd do the things where they oh, Mike's in the crowd, you know, because it was like the other people on the on the stars of the other shows. Yeah, yeah. Um and so uh but they thought I think they thought I was going to be the co-host, the host and it turns out we were just a re- t- really great combo. So it was almost more of the host, you know what I mean? Because it was a show where you go to other countries and do things specific to their country. So it would either be... Um uh, like jobs or traditions or rituals mm. um eat their food eat. Cool. and so you do all these things and people would compare like to anthony, Jack- anthony bourdain huh yeah, <laughs> yeah well yeah worse than that so people would compare someone to like jackass jackass, like, jack-ass and anthony
0: bourdain mixed, mixed yeah home. but it
1: wasn't really jackass because jackass is like jets jetpack kayaking yeah, through the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. these were all things that people were doing mm-hmm. and so but i i i happen to have uh I didn't think it was that big of a deal because I just assumed all my other friends are gnarly, you know, like everyone could do everything. And then when the show aired, everyone was like, I would never do that. So I realized I had a, a a unique, um, set where I could kind of do everything good enough to suck at it. Like good enough to get hurt, which is all you really need for entertainment, you know, and I can eat anything, anything I've, I mean, if you Google 10 most dangerous jobs in the world, I think I've done nine of them at the place and I've eaten every stranger single stranger in danger, strangers in danger. Yeah. Stranger Which is different danger. than stranger danger. That's like uh, that's very different.
0: <laughs> that's <another show?
1: laughs> that, yeah. That's the show that, <laughs> that involves a bus with no windows. Um, the, uh, so it, uh, I, I realized I could do like, you know what I mean? And I could also stand on a wire 2000 feet in the sky, uh, and deliver lines. So, you know, I don't have that sort of, um, you know, so, I, 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 so we did a few seasons of that, and then I did a f- seasons of um, of uh, some show on NBC and then mm-hmm. on L Ray. And I actually, this is a little bit of trivia, before that, which is probably how it came about, I was on a couple seasons of LA Inc., that tattoo show. And so because I was really good friends with Kat Von D., and at the time I'd moved to San Diego, and I was staying in her house half the week doing stunts in L.A., and so she's like, hey, will you be my roommate on the show? And so I was on a season and a half of that. And that was my first sort of introduction to like, I guess like, oh, I can make money, make it doing t- I could do TV shows. Um, I was like, they wanted me to be in one episode. And then after the one episode, they asked me to be in the entire season. And then they made me the, then it was just, it was like, I was in part of every story on every season almost. Um, but yeah, so I've done like about 80 episodes of television. And so, and
0: most of it's tra- how many and, episodes of that strangers in 28, 20, I think we did two seasons. Yeah. And you got to travel. Like, got to travel. We yeah, did Vietnam t- was your first, was the first,
1: first one we went there. I think first season we did Vietnam, China, Japan, Ukraine, uh, Bangladesh.
0: Mm, Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Wow. That was wild. How dirty is that?
1: Bangladesh is like, um, yeah, what, did, what did you eat over there? <laughs> uh, uh, we, it was a lot of weird curry stuff. Um okay. But it was like, you know, it was like a uh, roadside though you know, so there's a lot of roadside, just dudes open up their bicycle and like have a cart and it was and terrible. It. Yeah. I never do. That was the easiest of stuff. Easy. That's easy stuff. Um, <laughs> but Bangladesh is the one country that I felt a little guilty being there mm. because we were making a show about yeah. stuff, but it was so poor. Like if you could, if you know what a, um, a dump looks like yeah, picture like a landfill with like roads carved out. And then, you know what I mean? Like it's just, that's what it, it was gnarly, you know? And then you meet these people that are the so poverty. yeah, the poverty, it's happy. like, like one of the things we did was, uh, and I may have some of these numbers wrong, but if I try to remember, it's like, there's, you know, five or 7 million, 5 million people in Dhaka, which is the capital. Mm. And I think, uh, some ridiculous amount don't have bathrooms in their homes, like yeah. more than half of them. Yeah. And so they're the, and there's only 50 or something public bathrooms in the city. So they're filthy. So we cleaned the bathrooms. That was one of the jobs we worked as sanitary workers. It was terrible. You know, my friends puking the whole time, and uh, it's terrible. I could show you, <laughs> but um, it's terrible. The, the cleaner <laughs> the we use, the cleaner, yeah, the cleaner we use, you put on it, was like this powder, and when it mixed with the water, it was so talk like it was so Classic. gnarly that it would me, it was melting our gloves that we were using. Clean. It was gnarly. So you know, like, Bangladesh was a tough one, but we did uh we we did a lot a lot of places. I mean, we. We went to South America, went to Columbia, went to, uh, I went to, I went to, um, Chernobyl,
0: you know, Chernobyl. went to Chernobyl. Wow. I got
1: banned from Chernobyl for what? five years. Yeah. Not that I, anyone wants to go back, <laughs> but, uh,
0: uh no, you God, got banned. But just that. because what, we wrote we happened? snuck our bikes in, you
1: you're not know uh, allowed to bring
0: and you know, and to, you went to the, 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 the radioactive. Yeah. Area. We, we rode around
1: <laughs> our bikes. We did run street riding in there and like, uh, the whole town in there. And we, then we locked up, you, you guys have seen call of duty. There's a famous, uh, Ferris wheel in Call of Duty and in Chernobyl. I've, bi- seen, I've
0: seen the the vi- the videos yeah. and documentaries and
1: stuff. Yeah. So the fairs fair, So my bike we have two bikes that we locked up behind there. So there's two bikes locked, but they probably moved now, but we and so we got banned for five years. Uh but we went on like drug bus in Colombia with the military. Drug bus. Yeah like we flying over like and then you see the dudes just going to these out in the middle the jungles. We did drug bus. We did like um we trained with like the uh, not Israeli uh with the Lebanese special forces. Mm. You know, like there's one where I stand like 40 paces. They have an M4 and he shoots a balloons all around me. And then sh- I turn sides and he shoots a balloon out of my mouth. I'm like, yeah, like we did a lot of gnarly stuff. Like bull, we fought bulls. We, another one in Mexico city, in Mexico city.
0: Um, you, in Spain? Uh,
1: bulls? No, no. We did that in Colombia as well. Colombia. So I think it was Colombia. in Mexico city. Uh, all the sewage from all the stuff goes into one plant. Right. And so, uh, there's what it looks like that, you know, what the trash compactor looks like from Star Wars. Right. Imagine that, but 20 feet deep. And so we get lowered in a scuba diving outfit into a cage because the, sometimes the vents get clogged with uh, animals or humans or car parts. And so we went in there it was clogged underwater and uh, unclogged it. But so uh, scuba diving outfits like a dry suit. And it's like the old scuba Doo style. There's a big metal helmet comes on, you know, Yeah. but there's no seal. And they didn't tell us that you'd adjust a knob that keeps air coming in, which air comes in and then so it so the comes in. So I'm under, I'm underwater and like it's, it, there's comms so I can talk. And I'm like walking around on the bottom, trying to find this dog. Like they're trying to find, we didn't know it was a dog plugged it, but we didn't know at the time. And the water starts coming up, dude. And I can feel it fuck cold in my neck and I'm screaming like guys, what's happening. And then it gets to my lips and it's just, the you know, it's just every sort of miserable oh my God. piece of feces and disgusting shit and Mexico City is in my mouth now. And they pulled me out, but I didn't know we had to, they didn't adjust it. Because when we do it, they give us like 20 minutes of like, all right, here's 20 minutes. You do like this with the cape and then the bull comes and at you, you and then you never going, got
0: sick in any of these places. Nah, no, I, um, nah, nah I'm
1: good. <laughs> I, I mean, I have Montezuma I ate, revenge. Nah, no. Nah. Drinking drink straight we, tap water. <laughs> my, that's what my parents were. were were scared of the most that I was going to get sick Yeah, because we did things like we ate snails like you get meningitis we ate all sorts of terrible 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 things like things that I can only the only thing to they're like being tear gassed like things where they ferment a shark underground for a year and then you eat like it's a crazy eyeball everything you could think of everything you could think of I've eaten like I I, I look I'm gonna tell you right now (laughs) That summer, I ate more dicks of animals. You, I had more dicks in my mouth <laughs> than you could imagine from all the different animals they that they eat all over all the other countries. But I realized that I'm a ball man. The balls are delicious. The balls are the, the, delicious. I'm a ball man for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing t- more tastier than some 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 cow balls and some Chinese street meat. Is that what they do in China? China, even in Texas they do it, but China ever they do it a lot of places. But you know I mean here's another one that's disgusting if we want to get want to lick a laugh. In Italy, I worked as a, we worked as a um, semen extractor at a pig farm pig farm. Yeah, so you have to manually extract semen from a 400 pound pig. And uh, it's terrible. It's a terrible job. but these are jobs that people do, you know and um, it's shameful. And yet satisfied <laughs> for, the, for the pig, <laughs> for the pig. <laughs> but we got, to, you know, I mean, it, it's one of those things where people are like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, yeah, but man, at the end of this, I'm going to have some good stories to oh tell. Oh, my you know?
0: God. I haven't even seen it. No, it's, I mean, just so, it's just the fact, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's so, there's so, we did so, we did so much stuff that I can't believe that we, um, we were insured to do it. I mean, in Vietnam, we went out with, I wish I could remember the name but we went out with this team that goes and they still find unexploded ordinances.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. And
1: so we went with them. We located Cambodia, this. Cambodia. Yeah. And all
0: so that. there's
1: still so many. We, we found a grenade that we, that we, that we took out and then we found another bomb that was a big, it was big. We dug around it. And what we had to do is we had to make, we put dynamite around it and we had to blow it up. But you can't move it. But it, it just happened to be, everyone else has to stay far. Like if this is us, this is the dynamite. Like this is a the bomb. They're here, but they're, you know, a hundred yards away. And I'm out with the guy, and we're going to blow it up. But there's also a guy with a bullhorn walking around these fields with a bullhorn, speaking in in Vietnamese, whatever it is, you know, and clearing people, let them know we're going to blow this up. But I'm in like a bomb suit down here trying to fix it, and I'm hearing this. And the if I felt like I was in Vietnam, you know, I'm doing it, and then you know we do it, and we blow it up. But it was there was things that were definitely, definitely, definitely sketchy and scary, you know. I mean, and I've shot other pilots where we do. Like we did another pilot um, down in Pendleton uh, with the with the EOD dudes and the bomb squad dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I went and I deactivated a bomb or wood and then it, but we we were simulating it, but then we blew it up. And I was close enough when it blew up that it knocked me down. You know, I'm running from it. And like, you know, it's pretty, pretty, pretty heavy stuff that I, I think that is, uh, you know, worth Worth the danger of the experience.
0: I mean, you, know? the, you came out of it a lot. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm here now. <laughs> I'm here
1: now. Yeah. But I mean, we, you know, there's just things that, like, I, I can't. Uh, and, and,
0: uh, with all your arms and legs, yeah, yeah. Mean, body, you're good. Yeah, it's good.
1: But I mean, it, it's not all that stuff. The, a lot of it is. We did some really cool. Yeah. So I mean, dude, I entered a Muay Thai, Muay Thai fight in Thailand. This, see, but they also would lie to us in the first season. Mm. They would say, "Oh, you're going to train with these guys." And so, uh, I'm not a fighter. You know, what I mean, I did actually. I did many years of martial arts. Probably like five or six mm. years of martial arts when I was younger. From like eight to 13 or something, whatever mm. it is. Um, and so I'm not completely un, you know, misfortunate, right? So, but we thought we were training with the guys. So we went to Thailand to some some place on a beach. So there was a beach nearby. Tell you. That's it. We went there and trained. City them. of Thang? maybe or uh, fairtex fairtex that's it fairtex so we train with fairtex and i thought we were just training dude no, I thought that was the bit and then the guy goes to take a nap uh, for sleep for 4 or 5 hours your fight starts in a little bit i'm like what are you talking about and so then I'm, I'm starting to get nervous now right and so i'm like okay and so then we show up to this like it was like in an alleyway or like an outdoor arena under a thing it's and like a bar or just no the, no it's outdoor alley. it's not an alley but it's like you were in the street somewhere and it's like got a tent over the top. Uh. And it's a, it's a ring. I can show you pictures. And, um, I'm fighting this dude. I mean, at the time I'm like, what, 35 or something, uh, 34. And I'm fighting like a 17 year old who looks like the bad guy in every eighties movie. You know what I mean? He's tattooed from head to toe. And he has like 80 fights. And the only rule was he couldn't elbow us. Mm. Right. And you know, and there's another guy too, another host. He had to do it. And so I dude, I'm just scared. And there, and, and then I look over and these son of a bitches, our picture is on the poster. Like we're on the bill, people are betting on us, and I'm like, I'm gonna die tonight. It was one of the most scared I've ever been. And uh, so, what happened when we got in there? You know, I mean, I I, I I was out of shape too at the time, but I um, I get in there and uh just like a fat man sweating all over the ring. But like, uh, he's I like looked,
0: skinny, uh, yeah. oh yeah, he just looks like Time fighter. He,
1: yeah, dude, he's like a you know he's a he's a 160 pound bolo. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, you know, he looks dangerous and he's mean and. Uh, you know, he's like, uh, and I, I'm in there, and I, we're fighting, whatever, and uh, I'm getting beat up a little bit, and then I get a hook in or something, or a jab, whatever it was. I get in, and the crowd went bananas. The crowd went bananas, and now they were on my side, which that dude was not happy about. And then he just proceeded to light me up for the next round and a half or something, right? But I lasted two and a half rounds or something before I just... They, someone had told me when you fall down, you have 10 seconds to get up. Mm. So just take your time. So I did that. And then they called it. And oh, I was okay, like, okay. which is I was bummed at the time. But thank God. <laughs> it's thank over. Thank God, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean. They put you in the fight poster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we actually did a
1: lot of fighting. We did that in. We went to Korea and I did Taekwondo. Okay, okay. So we did that. And they, they, um it was supposed to be a two minute round. uh And, you know, it's points, obviously, you know, and they really didn't want us to win or at least me to win. You know what I mean? Uh, the other guy got beat up pretty quick, uh, the other host. And then I pretty soon we're like, it's a seven minute round because I kept scoring and they were mm-hmm. waiting for him to score. And then finally they let me win. They, they just said, okay, well we're done. And to, I think to not lose face, they came out and brought me a black belt. They're like, you've earned this. No Cause the, yeah, because to me, the, the guy happened to be, he kept trying to do some like spinning thing and I could see it coming every time. So I could just sort of, step into it and knock them over, you know? Mm. Um, so we did that. We did, um, Krav Maga in Israel, I think Does that sound right. Yeah. Yeah. Israel, which, uh, I told the guy, like the guy was showing us how to, I'll show you some of the stuff us how to knife fight or what you do with a knife. And I'm like, yeah, but no one would do this. This sounds like poor shit, man. And I'm like, just come at me. And then he proceeded to beat the shit out of me at six in the morning. Uh, and then we also did, um, what's something in Ukraine. What's, what's, what's a Ukraine wrestling. Mm, uh, Greco-Roman
0: no, freestyle wrestling.
1: No, it was. It was a name for it. Uh, Sambo. Sambo. We did Sambo with some guys, uh, which was pretty cool. Mm. We did. We did a lot of martial large type stuff, um, and
0: no jiu-jitsu. In
1: Brazil. No, no. We didn't go to Brazil. We didn't, we didn't do Brazil. No, we didn't do Brazil. We did. tell in I think we did, we did. Bolivia. What was in Bolivia? Oh, I did Tinku fighting in Bolivia. Tinku fighting. Yeah, there's a thing called a Tinku festival. Tinku, I think it's right. And it's where I think everyone drinks and gets drunk. And then you sort of wear these outfits and then you s- fight until someone bleeds and then someone, then then it's over. It's not like a mean thing, but it's not really like a thing. It's more like a, uh, you know, you kind of okay. like arms, head down, smashing. And so we did Tinku fighting. We also went. Like natives. Native, yeah, like. It's native, like a native, native thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then we, we also made, this is funny, we got up, went to the streets market and bought dynamite in the street market everything we needed for dynamite in the street market and then we went with the guys who work in the mines there's like silver mines there this is in Bolivia yeah um Pazia no no is that La Paz no we, we were in La Paz and Pazia maybe we went somewhere else there it's a third world third world world's biggest silver mine. Okay. So we went like a half mile underground, drilled a hole. I made Damn. dynamite out of newspaper and nitric whatever else to put in there. Damn. And then lit it and then ran to another tunnel. blue And yeah, um, it's all in film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um when, yeah, I went so in South America we went to Bolivia, uh, Colombia, um trinidad and tobago
0: okay what was it trinidad and tobago
1: we didn't do a lot we did like went into a bat cave we pulled some snakes out of people's houses i guess they have that sort of thing uh we did some stuff like bat cave Bat is a really really big bat cave that a million bats fly out of every year um so we did something there we also every night a million bats fly out uh we um we we did a thing where we walk on glass like broken glass Mm. right for the like the fest like the carnival they have a huge carnival there, so there Internet? was a like, yeah. So uh-huh. we sing where we walk on broken glass, and so and but also, tr- tr- I remember Trinidad has tr- the HIV population is massive there. In Trinidad, yeah, we were told that just wow. to be be you know, and um. So the person showing us cut his feet, and his blood all over the glass. All the thing is like, okay, your turn. I'm like, I'm not walking over that now. Oh my God. And so we had to make new glass, which was more dangerous because their glass has kind of been worn down a little bit oh and so then i walked across and of course it <laughs> cut the shit out of my feet um but yeah we did that we did, did a lot of stuff man we did uh whenever we, we went, we went everywhere we, That's we, did, crazy. we went to cuba oh dude i boxed a gold medal a gold medal boxer in cuba i forget his name um and i trained with it with with uh perillo uh okay. down at uh, ruka uh. so I, I was nervous about that i'm like i'm not this was the second season i'm like i'm not getting beat up by this dude and because uh, i was at the point where i couldn't get hit in the head anymore because my too many because i was like mm. worried about it um and so I trained with Perillo for, for like a month or something. And uh, I wish I could remember the boxer's name, but he was a gold medal boxer in uh, in one of the Olympics. And um, I got a couple couple shots in, and then he punched me so hard in my chest, I swear to God, dude, my heart skipped a beat. It like... <laughs> And then that was the end of that. But uh knock, knock the wind out. Yeah, of you. yeah. I mean, it, was, it was more than a wind. It like stopped, you know. But it Stop was some beating. Yeah, t- totally. But I did it right. I like, you know what I mean? I I I
0: That's crazy. It's I danced crazy. around
1: and evaded enough to where like it did I didn't just get my
0: ass kicked. I wonder what they would have made you do in Brazil.
1: I don't know. I I I it would have been rad to do more seasons, but then the network went away oh, Fox yeah, sold it yeah, turned yeah. into Fox sports one. And then it just sort of
0: yeah, they went away. Kept on. They, 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 it was confusing it, all those Fox it, yeah. uh, numbers at and the time. Sports. Yeah. yeah. If
1: this show would have been on a different network, it would have been a massive show. Mm. It's a, it's a, it would have been a massive show, which uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it worked. Still good, got right. to
0: do it. Yeah, it was
1: good. But I mean, you know, again, I can't, I can't it, it just, everything leads to so much. And we also would go uh, over to, um, I've been to the middle East, like 15 times, something to do, uh, stuff for the troops. So we would go over to the tr- uh, over to see the bases in Iraq and um, go to Kuwait, Qatar, um, Djibouti, um, some other some other island. I forget. Uh, but we, I've done that a, a ton too. And we've been on the base when bases gets bombed, we've been shot out wow. in the planes, wow. have to do invasive maneuvers. Did you go to Afghanistan? I, I didn't go to Afghanistan, just Iraq. Uh, but I, but Iraq, I went to like, you know, 10 or 12 bases mm-hmm. in Iraq mm-hmm. a couple times. times. Um, so, you know, we got to do, a, we got to go out with the EOD dudes there and like, they blew stuff up for us. And we, get, we do get to do cool stuff, so, you know, but it's all, all that stuff take, is risky, I guess. It doesn't feel risky at the time, but you look back like, yeah, everything's a risk, but uh, it's like people are like, at what cost is it worth it? I'm like, I don't know. What cost is it worth doing nothing with your life? Yeah. You know? I have friends who are scared of it. I have friends, grown men now, are afraid of breaking their arms. And you're know, like, to my kid's like, she's... She's turned eight. I mean, if she doesn't break her arm soon, I'm gonna break it for her. <laughs>
0: no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why you enrolled her yeah, in yeah, jiu jitsu. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
1: I mean, she's a little. She's a little like. Uh, she's a. Not d- Yeah, and she's like she gets, every day. She bleeds every day. She's bleeding, but you know what? It's good for her. You know what I mean? She's yeah. Every it's good for her. She's living, right? It's living. Like, it's she being scratches alive. her. Scratch her arm yesterday. Ran by a bush and scratched her real bad. And most kids are like, you know, oh no! And she's just like, oh dad. Ugh, it's gonna get on my clothes That's cool. So, yeah, she's she's, 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 a, she's the light of my
0: life man. Yeah, I love yeah, seeing you Since I've seen her like Since she was a baby And you're yeah, cheap, you know it's, Yeah, and it's crazy She's a little girl I know, and, you know. I,
1: I, saw, I found a picture the other day Of us at ASE in like 2016 and yeah. I'm like, I can't believe It's been around that long It still feels like Two years or something I know.
0: You blink, right? It's crazy
1: And she's a little baby, man She's like three years old yeah. Two, three years old Yeah It's nuts
0: yeah. It's nuts Yeah, yeah It's cool that you're So present and
1: yeah, I try to. I try to be. I feel like I've all these things that I've gotten to do. I think too have allowed me to, when I'm with her, not have spend a good portion of my life not having to be the star of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, where I I can go. I've gotten you know I've gotten everything I need to get, and so I get to do stuff with her. And she's she's rad, man. She's. Uh, I mean, I think all parents I think say that about their kids. But like she's rad. She is. Yours. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's 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 she you know is, yeah. she's she's and you only see her here you know but she's you know at home she's just such a she's so funny man she's like I try to explain people to her she's she's like a cross between Punky Brewster and Bill Burr you know what I mean she's like a she's cause stuff she says is like a little too dickish sometimes I'm like what,
0: <laughs> what is
1: mean but she like knows it's funny it's pretty funny it's good it's good it's good, it's good. Yeah.
0: Man, what uh, what are you grateful for in uh, your career when you when you look back? You know, it's been a lot of years and you know, you've been traveling and doing crazy things all over. I think
1: I'm grateful, I mean, obviously for the opportunity, you know, uh, but part of it is I feel like that you ever seen that Snoop Dogg clip where it's like, I'd like to thank me working so hard. I'd like to thank me for yeah, showing yeah, up in yeah, the morning. Yeah, yeah. Part of it is like that a little bit, you know, uh, <laughs> I was just watching it
0: this morning on those, on those reels. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Part like, of think it, me, yeah, I'd like to thank
0: me for working so
1: hard. i like to thank me for never taking a day off. I'd like to thank me for bleeding in the backyard I or like to thank me for getting up again. Um, you know, part of it's that, but I think I'm thankful to have the parents I had that allowed me Supported you. to do that, you know, and didn't force me into some idea that they think their kids or the right way to live your life is. Cause I mean, Now I I I have a very unique life I've gotten to live, and that wouldn't obviously those things don't work out for everybody, but they're definitely not going to work out if you don't give them a go. And I think my parents allowed me the space to give it a go, and uh, that's what I think I'm. uh, That's huge, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. That, and and uh, hopefully it's something that I can pass on to Luna. I think that's probably the thing I'm most thankful for because without that. You know, I could be, I could have, they could have forced me, not forced, but they could have forced an idea of college and some sort of like stable job. I could be a plumber, which is nothing wrong with that. Some days I wish I just had a nine to five and I could (laughs) do it. But, uh, but you know what I mean? uh, It wouldn't have been, uh, you know, uh, it wouldn't have been what would have happened. I mean, everything they allowed me to do has shaped me in such a way that I've been able to experience the world. And I, I think genuinely look at the world differently than most people are able to even like in this, this, during this pandemic, it's like, most people have this idea of what is going on and it's hard. Obviously everyone knows it's really hard to know what the mm. truth is these days. Right, right, But if your world is just Southern California, then it's a little bit easier to get a very grasp on what you think the world is. But because of all the places I've gone and because all my friends all over the world and I get to speak with people and it feels a little bit that, that world's a little bit bigger. Mm. And so you can get a little bit more views It help you form an idea of what you hope is uh, you know something closer to what's going on and so I think that's that's one of those things you know
0: what's what's uh, you know all the these uh, again all the stuff you've been through what's like the legacy that you want to you know looking back oh legacy is a hard hard
1: hard uh, hard word to um, hard idea I think to to explain because I think as part of it that's your ego and then part of it um, you know you want the you want to leave this. You want to leave something behind, I think. But at the same time, I don't want to let myself down either <laughs> when you know, stay with it is. But I, I just think that it won't. Uh, I was five or six little, years ago. There an article. One day I just uh, skip it. One day I just all of a sudden I was I was on Instagram and I realized I was getting thousands and thousands of followers. Did that and one day? I'm like, what's happening? And then someone sent me goes, dude, did you see the article about you? Mm. Like, what are you talking about? He's was like, Rolling Stones put you in an article. And I don't know anybody Rolling Stones. And mm. they did like a 100 best Instagram accounts to follow. Mm. And I was number 99. And then they called me a true renaissance man. I never thought of myself like that. And I think if I had to uh, leave a legacy, that might be it. Like a true renaissance man who um, explored enough things to, to, you know, to really open his eyes to see and experience enough things. And, and, and also, you know, pushed it onto, you know, to Luna and my kid Mm -hmm. kids. So I I think that might be it, you know, I think it doesn't need to be, um, you know, cause there, I have, I've done enough things where I've realized they don't matter. You know, I I broke, I, I broke and set some world records in 2005 and, I really, I thought it was going to be a big deal.
0: What, 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 uh, at
1: the time it was, um, the longest backflip on a bike and then the longest three sixty on a bike. Um, I think it was like 60 some feet and 50 some feet at the time. That was the, the longest mm-hmm. one, right? Um, that was, you know, 16 years ago, but I think I thought like that was a big deal world record. Mm. And then it came that week and then I never thought about it again. And then a couple years later I found these envelopes in this stack of paper and it, I opened the envelopes it never even been opened. I'm like, what are, what are these? And they were the certificates for the, world records. And I realized that these things that I accomplished were, they met, mattered so little to me. I never even opened the mail that, you know, the, I never opened the certificate that. And so I realized that my accomplishments are very car, car, compartmentalized, mm-hmm. compartmentalized into sections of my life. And I have these things I want to accomplish. And then I do it and it's gone and it has gone. It doesn't feel like I'm building up to like, Oh, I've done all these things. This is my resume. And so I think when I look back, it doesn't feel like I have a huge resume of things. It just feels like all these things I've gotten to experience that were either good or bad or uh, in between. And so I think for me, that might be it. like the legacy that he was more than just one thing. You know, I, it's like when I, when I, when someone says like, Oh, Kanye West, I had this argument with someone Kanye West is so talented. I'm like, he does one thing. There's one thing. He might be really good at it. You know, he's a rapper. We, some could say he's a designer, but I'm, tired of designers, you know? But like, maybe Kanye's not the best example, but you're like, I can appreciate when someone masters a craft. I'm mm-hmm. really, really, I, I really have an affinity and respect for that. But when you can master many crafts mm-hmm. and you start, you know, when you start talking about most talented people, you're like, look at these dudes who do all these things. You know, when you start talking about like the most t- talented athlete in the world, I don't think like, someone will make a LeBron James or whatever it is. I'm like, no, I think of like dudes like Bo Jackson. Yeah. Or you know yeah. what I mean? These Dion Sanders dudes who like were professional athletes in two different yeah. sports, yeah. three different sports dudes who are good at things. Like I think of like, when I think of like kind Ka- rounded. Yeah. When I think of like Kanye Weston, I'm like, I couldn't be as untalented as him on any given day. And that doesn't mean he's not really talented or a mm-hmm. genius. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I'm at the time when we had this time, I'm a professional bike rider, I'm a stuntman. I was acting. I can fly wingsuits. I can, you know what I mean? I can wrestle bulls like you know what i mean all these millions of things that i'm i'm good at yeah you know and like like decent at you know where you're like and and some some of them i'm world class at at a time in my life you know that's a fair thing to say yeah and so for me i think looking back and being able to feel like you have all these different lives feels like a an accomplishment you know instead of just i woke up and did the same thing every day for 40 years which i feel that you know which i which to me is like soul crushing crushing you know like and there's nothing wrong with it. But for me, right, right, right. it's just, it just, there's no better way to just steal
0: every piece of your soul. Yeah. You know? I feel that
1: with jujitsu. And then I got to
0: fight MMA, even though it's similar, but it's not, it's very different.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I, Yeah, I understand. it. But even like, I look at like, I even look at what you do here in these three buildings, mm. you know, you're like, well, you've got jujitsu, you've got a restaurant, you've got a school. Mm. You know what I mean? You've got the podcast upstairs. You know what I mean? I see you going on trips. You're doing this and you are do that. And you know, you're now your surf trip. You know what I mean? So to me, it's, you you know, like your life isn't consumed by one idea of what the only interest you can use. And, and it shows, you know, and I think that that's like a, that's a beautiful thing. And I think more people should um, just pay attention to what's around them, you know? And especially because I feel like everyone, especially young kids and with all the digital world, everyone's peripherals are just going like this. Yeah. And, they're not
0: seeing, you know. 15 seconds or 30 yeah, seconds. <laughs> yeah, and you, I mean,
1: people don't, like, it drives me nuts when I, I mean, my, one of my biggest, pee, of my biggest pet peeves is people who are unaware of mm-hmm. what's going on around them. You know, they're walking through the world just like this or whatever, and they just don't realize that they've cut off four people. Yeah. You know, almost yeah. got hit by two cars. Yeah. So I think, you know, opening your eyes, I think people could, I think we're going to lose that more. Yeah. Especially with this, the world digital world metaverse is coming so i think people who are doing more are going to shape those worlds yeah you know
0: it's good well
1: you know so
0: yeah. it's good it's good well thank you man thank you for uh your friendship dude thank you i appreciate it for always yeah, i love always talking to you and there's always yeah. some crazy adventure yeah. every I, time i speak to you Yeah, That's <laughs> happening that's going on i love your family man i, I really like i said I, I we me my whole family loves your family
1: so it's uh we will we'll support this place until we uh until we can't you know or until i run out of money or you get a better season pass <laughs> uh, but um yeah i appreciate everything man and thank you for having me on today thank you brother all right man have a good thank one you. see you